0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Team Donico, Helping Pets and Their People. I'm your host, Marilyn Milano, and we are going to have a conversation today with President of the Board of Directors, Marty Casey. We're gonna be touching on a few things. And um, before we do that, we just wanna remind people that there's a reason why Donico does what they do. When you're out helping an animal, um, or when you see an animal that needs help out on the street, perhaps belonging to a person that doesn't seem to have shelter or maybe has poor shelter, people are often wondering what they can do, how they can help. And this is all about what Team donico does. This is what they do to help the animals of unhoused and low-income people. And they've been doing it for over 35 years. So we're going to be talking more about that, how they help, what they can do, some things that are important in terms of the joys and responsibilities of having a pet. And Marty is uh, the perfect expert to talk about such things, again, as the president of the board of directors. So we're going to take a very short pause and then come back with Marty Casey, president of the board of directors of Co., to start Having that conversation about some of these important things. I'm Marilyn Milano, your host of Team Donico helping pets and their people.
1: DoniCo Pet Clinic provides comprehensive care for the animals of people in need. Funded by donations and powered by volunteers, DoniCo Pet Clinic keeps overhead to a minimum to ensure healing is at a maximum. Hi,
2: this is Marty. Please help Team DoniCo make a difference in the lives of pets and their people. Volunteer or donate today. DoniCo Pet Clinic. Log on to DoniCo.org. That's D-O-N-E-Y-C-O-E. Org.
0: Well, welcome back to Team Donico, Helping Pets and Their People. As I mentioned a few minutes ago, we are here with Marty Casey, President of the Board of Directors, and uh, we're going to have a conversation that talks about a few different things. So first of all, Marty, as always,
2: welcome back to our show. I am really glad to be here. I really enjoy our conversations, Marilyn.
0: I do too. And it's all for such a good cause. So the first thing that we want to talk about a little bit is that there is going to be a hiatus with our programming. So can you tell us more about that and what
2: actually led to that decision? Yes. Um, Well, first of all, we've had some big changes during the first part of the year. Um, I thought 2023 might be calm, but that has yet to to be. But one one of the things for those that have been listening for a long time when we were so excited about our move last year into a full service clinic one of our commitments we made at that time was to remain fluid and flexible because the city is changing so rapidly it's really important to us that we are able to adapt with the city and that we can continue to meet our clients where we need to be. I didn't expect that I would be coming back this soon and testing that fluidity and flexibility. But unfortunately, the building that we are in, um, it is a Plymouth housing commercial space. um, And that has been deemed unsafe due to some structural issues. It's a very old building. So we are being asked to move out. Um, We are the only tenants left in the building. So it's just not safe anymore for us to be there. So on or around May 1st, we will be moving again. So every time I mention this to someone, um, oh, and it is, it's really unfortunate. It's just, it's unfortunate. It's, it's out of our control. It's out of, you know, it's just really unfortunate. And, but one of the, I'm, trying to stay very focused on what we do. And one of the things that we have found out in the past year while offering these services at our clinic on third Avenue is that we are doing the work that we should be doing. No one else is doing it in the city of Seattle and it is important and we need to do more, not less. So we anticipate that we will be able to get into a new space, um, And it will be different. You know, there were so many great things that we loved about this clinic. It was really just so perfect, but it wasn't perfect. There is no perfect, I guess. Um, And we'll be able to resume. I mean, we hope not to even have a stop in services. So we will be somewhere that's accessible to transportation and easily accessible to our clients. And our clients will not have any interruption in services. So um, it's just... It's a big thing. It's It was unexpected and it's big. So that's where all of our efforts are going for the next few months, as you can imagine.
0: <laughs> yes, well, and, and that is definitely a huge change from where we were just even a few weeks ago. But as yes. you said, nothing uh, stays the same the way that change does. And certainly if a building is not safe, if there need to be um, improvements, if there needs to be a move, All of those things are important. I'm assuming what's going on right now is all of what goes into finding the new space, looking to see what's going to be serving the community the best, that type of thing?
2: Yes. Um, What we have, what we're looking at now is that we are looking at, um, we have a couple of spaces that we are looking at. We are working with Plymouth Housing. We hope that we can maintain um, a great partnership with them. We want to work with them over the long term. They serve the same audience and clients that we do and we think that it'd be great to continue our partnership so we are looking at um, the available spaces and trying to determine we may have to move into one for a short term and then go to a bigger space but those are all things that as the flexible and fluid organization that we are um, and will be that we will be able to um, do and continue to serve because we've been in, we've been in some pretty interesting places. So this is really not that big of a deal. I look at it. Um, so yeah, but we have to look at you know first of all the building. You know what what area are we going to, you know what which one of the options is going to be the best. And then what is really new for us now is that. A year ago, we did not have these assets, these incredible assets that we were gifted a year ago. We did not have an x-ray machine. We did not have the surgical equipment. And it has and is being put to such good use that it's, I mean, it's an incredible asset. Well, assets have to be moved. So we'll be identifying um, and moving all of that. And of course we probably will have to do a little bit of construction to make it so that the space works for a veterinary clinic. Um, And we are working really hard to make sure that we don't have any interruption to services for our clients, Um, that we, it will be seamless. And it seems rather daunting right now. Um, I admittedly, I think it's, it's a big job ahead. And, but I know we're up to the challenge and, it's the history of Donico that we have been able to meet the needs of our clients and move to where we can most efficiently operate with them. So, and we are continuing, we have learned over the last year that these are the services that we're offering. We are going to offer the full spectrum of veterinary care, including surgeries and Um, medication management and all the complex issues, because we will have the equipment, still have the equipment and the space to do that.
0: Well, I think that sounds fantastic. I mean, you know, one of the things that happens in life again is change. And I think how well an organization accommodates change says a lot about, you know, just the commitment and the ability to adapt And I'm thrilled to hear that the commitments are still there for the kinds of things that you have been offering, that that's not going to change. It's just kind of a matter of what that's going to look like, some of the details, and those will be coming out um, over the next couple three months, and we will know more. But um, thank you for letting us know about this. Thank you for the continued dedication to the same types of things and services we have been providing, and uh, we'll just we'll see how it all shakes out, but we know in the end that it will be serving our clients and our community. And that's what is so important. Now, we're going to take a very short pause in just a moment here. And then we're going to return with a little bit of information just about the joys and responsibilities of having a companion animal in your life, including vet care costs, the need for dogs to be social, uh, the difference with cats, um maybe the opportunity to foster if you're not quite ready to adopt. So those things are all still important and it's it's all part of what Donico is going to be doing. So uh we will take a short break. We will return with president of the board of directors Marty Casey and uh now talk about a few of these kinds of companion animal items in just a moment. So I'm Marilyn Milano, your host. We'll be back with Donico, Team Donico, helping pets and their people.
1: Donico Pet Clinic provides comprehensive care for the animals of people in need. Funded by donations and powered by volunteers, Donico Pet Clinic keeps overhead to a minimum to ensure healing is at a maximum.
2: Hi, this is Marty. Please help Team Donico make a difference in the lives of pets and their people. Volunteer or donate today. Donico Pet Clinic. Log on to donico.org. That's D-O-N-E-Y-C-O-E org
0: welcome back marty so happy to be able to continue our conversation and i'm anxious to hear what you have to say about just vet care costs i mean those are things that we've talked about quite a bit the past year and about what it takes to commit to an animal and all of the things that donico is helping to make that an easier commitment for the people who love their animals so marty Um, jump in here. Tell us about what's going on with that. What about vet care costs these days?
2: Well, you know, it's interesting. I was talking to a friend of mine and we were talking just about the joy that an animal can bring to your life, whether it be a cat, a dog, or, you know, another sentient being that can be your companion. And we actually were talking about how the passing because so many of my friends and people i know right now have lost the animals in the past couple of years mm. um, maybe it's our age and that we're all got them around similar times or something but it's been really really hard and we talked about how pure the grief is because when an, your companion animal passes they don't live as long as humans um, when they pass they there's not a lot of baggage with them you know there it's been unconditional love and devotion between the two two of you and which makes it just it's it's a very pure love and it's also very pure loss and sadness and we were talking about the commitment of, of you know do you get more past do you get an additional pet, you know what do you do and we talk, start talking about the commitment, and I realized, really, start thinking about how much of a commitment an animal is. All of us, I know all of our listeners, care about animals, or they wouldn't be listening right now. That's right. So they really, really care, and so I know that for them, it's probably a um, a lot of repetitive, but, you know, when they are talking to their friends or... Um, people that they know or family members that are considering getting an annual there's so much to consider the vet care costs are oh they've always you know it's an, a significant cost yes and the exams the annual exams and vaccines and things of that nature aren't that much you know free treatment and things of of that nature <laughs> I shouldn't say they're not that much they're a lot but it takes you know it's not what is going to cause the stress, probably. It's something that we all think about beforehand. But what is going to cause stress is if something happens when an animal is ill or they uh, they get hurt. And the vet bills can be astronomical as Marilyn, I think, we have talked about several times. Yes. Uh, And, you know, Donico tries, wants to be here for those that cannot afford that so that they can continue to enjoy their companion animal so for those of us that do plan on paying for our vet bills and we can afford to do that and we think it's important to do that for our companion animals um there's a a lot to consider first of all vet bills are going up just like everything else in in our society right now the vet care costs are going up and a lot of it just as we suffer from inflation, um, and I joke that, you know, our, our salaries, it doesn't seem like anybody's salary seems to go up to handle inflation, but the costs keep going up. And with that care, that's the same too. They have to pay their people to be able to live in a market like Seattle, and Seattle is a very expensive market. So some of those costs are going up, and it's it can be really expensive to care for um, a companion animal and as when they go up it may mean that you have to make some adjustments in your lifestyle to accommodate taking care of your little fur baby that brings you so much joy um the other thing is they it's almost it, dogs are such social creatures that they need people they need to be around people they don't do well left alone for long periods of time right. You know, they, you know, Marilyn, you know that, that they like to be around people. They like to be around their, their, you know, their people and or other dogs like them. So, you know, it doesn't work to really say, oh, I'm going to leave for a weekend or I'm going to leave for, you know, 10 hours a day. It just doesn't. Now, an animal that a companion animal that's great at being alone is a cat and cats can provide all the warm fuzzies that a dog does they're usually a little quieter um but they can they you can develop that that bond with them and they are very good at being alone they enjoy being alone and so you can leave them for long periods of time and you will likely find that everything is just okay and they I, when I had a cat, they were always waiting for me by the door when I got in. So oh. a cat may be up a, you know, maybe a good option if you don't have the ability to spend all that time with a dog. So there's, you know, something for everyone. But they do require care. They are sentient beings, and it can be up to a twenty year commitment. So it's, that's a long time, and it is a commitment. Because they're going to bond with you and you are going to bond with them and they become part of your family in your heart. So it's it's a commitment. Absolutely.
0: Um, And I think, again, I mean, sometimes people will say, well, we don't know, you know, how long this dog or cat might last. They could live to be eight years old or they could live to be 18. Mm -hmm. But we do have to go in with the thought that they're going to probably have a fairly long life with us. And to keep in mind what kind of lifestyle that animal will thrive with, whether it Mm -hmm. is a situation where they are um, there with another animal or a person or whether it might be a cat. Now, um, again, it is a commitment. So one of the things that people have talked about quite a bit in the last few years, especially, is the opportunity to foster.
2: Yes, because I think, and, and this came around and I realized just how important it is. And that, you know, after you lose a pet many times, people will ask, well, are you going to get another dog or another cat? And um, it's it's really something that's hard to answer because you have to think about all those things and you have to make sure that you are are available, your heart is available to welcome another family member um, and something that might I encourage everybody to think about is fostering. The shelters are full now. It, it's, you know, it doesn't matter really anywhere on the West coast. They are very, very full. And that is because the pandemic, during the pandemic, Spain neuter services were really shut down. So there's so many puppies that were, um, they're unwanted. And they're found and they're put in their strays and they're put into the shelter. So if you have it in your heart and you think maybe you want a temporary commitment and still get all the benefits of and joys of being with that animal, I highly encourage you to look at fostering. Um, It is such a need. There's also the need because unfortunately, um, as pets get older and they need more services, sometimes they are. Um, left either by the side of roads or at a shelter or someplace and they're in need of care for the last part of their life. And that is something beautiful that everybody can offer and it's it's not as long a commitment and you are just making sure that they feel happy and loved for whatever time they have left. Oh yes.
0: Oh yes. And That's so important.
2: Yes. And so Those are some you you can get that all the everything that an animal can you the bonding and everything else. And you're also giving something so great when you agree to fostering. Um, I think there's some, you know, it's hard because when you bond with a pet and then it goes on to another home. But then you have space in your home to save another animal. And fostering really does save animals oh yes
0: yes it does I I mean you know people say well it's hard to do that but I mean again for some people maybe they've lost a pet they're not quite ready to jump back with another pet they're not sure you know do I want another dog do I need a break um the other thing is that I mean sometimes we have what we jokingly refer to as foster failures that's what happened with my tux I said sure Mm -hmm. I'll help them out (laughs) it's like 12 years later here he is so um but we are doing it good by doing that so whether we yes. are adopting fostering all of these things add up all of these things make a difference we still need that same kind of help even while we are going through the transitions um, for Donico co and the pet care that is being provided to these animals it's so important
2: yes and um before i you know sign off i hope to be talking to everybody in a few more months with lots of more exciting news, Um, I you know, because time goes so fast. It's like it seems like I was just talking about our move, but that was a year ago. I know. We're so excited about doing it. And it was I had no idea you know, at that point, we really had no idea. We hoped and thought that everything was going to go really well. And things did go incredibly well. And we know this is the work we're supposed to be doing. Um, It was going perfectly well. And sometimes, you know, that can't last. So we have a little glitch that we're going to handle and, and we'll do that. Um, But, you know, I just want to say one thing in closing as to think about is that I really want to give a, a, you know, just kudos to all of the vet professionals out there, the doctors, the techs, the assistants, everybody, they are working so hard now there's a shortage there aren't enough vets and vet techs and vet assistance for the number of companion animals that we all have and they are they got into this because they really do care for the animals and some of them you know during sometimes people have not been as nice to them um and i'm sure all of our listeners have probably gone into their veterinary office and seen the sign that says you must be nice to our people. Um because they they're all working so hard and they all are there because they care about the animals. And I just, you know, so appreciative of everything that they do to take care of the animals and and make sure they lead a, a healthy life. Yes. So
0: yes. No, and definitely-
2: finally, I will make um if you are interested in donating, we are very anxious and will You know, would love to have your donations. We will make very good use of it. We are currently operating with 96% of all dollars going to the programs. And that's a very high percentage, percentage relative to a lot of nonprofits. So 96 cents out of every dollar donated goes directly to the services for the animals. Providing the services for the animals. There's not administrative or marketing costs in there. So that's huge. We hope you will trust us with your hard earned dollars and we promise and are committed to earn that trust and make sure that your dollars are spent as they are intended by you um, on the care of the animals. So.
0: Oh, yes. And again, Donico is not going away. This is a temporary detour. And um, hopefully there will be no interruption in services at all. It's just going to be a matter of locating, you know, the new spot and some of the changes that are going to be happening. And of course, if you want to learn more, there's always more information on the website, which is donico.org. D-O-N-E-Y-C-O-E.org. So, Um, Again, this is a continuing, this is an ongoing thing. It's a little detour on the path, but um, they're going to be um, back with more information, with even better services, and we're thrilled that we have such a good team of people and a good team of supporters and techs and assistants and volunteers to help make sure that this goes. So we have been talking with Marty Casey, who is president of the board of directors. Marty, thank you again for coming on board, bringing everybody up to speed on what's going on. And I can't wait to hear what the next chapter is going to look like. Always lots of change to talk about. And thank you, Marilyn. I look forward to it. Absolutely. All right. So thus wraps up another episode of Team Dhoni co-helping pets and their people. We are going to sign off in just a moment, but thank you, everyone. We will be back again after a hiatus for uh, several weeks, and we will see what's happening. Can't wait to hear. I'm Marilyn Milano, your host of Team Donico, Helping Pets and Their People. And you've also been listening to Marty Casey, our president of the board of directors.
1: Pet Clinic provides comprehensive care for the animals of people in need. Funded by donations and powered by volunteers, Donico Pet Clinic keeps overhead to a minimum to ensure healing is at a maximum.
2: Hi, this is Marty. Please help Team Donico make a difference in the lives of pets and their people. Volunteer or donate today. Donico Pet Clinic. Log on to donico.org. That's D-O-N-E-Y C-O-E dot Thank